Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Sit With Brit. Today we are talking life update. We are talking making decisions. We are talking limiting beliefs. So let's just dive in and get to it. So today is Monday and I am actually starting a new job today. This is not something that I've posted a lot about on social yet because um, I was transitioning out of working with my longtime client and doing a bunch of things in the back end. But um, today's my first day with Joy of Marketing and I'm working as their digital marketing manager. So I wanted to fill you in a little bit on the decision-making process that I made to grab this opportunity. And I think it will be helpful for you if you've ever found yourself in a transitional period or if you're feeling like where you're at right now, maybe you're a little bit stuck or you want to do something different. If you were following along in January, I made the decision to get a client and focus 50% of my time on this client and 50% of my time on sit with Brit. And what I pretty quickly realized was I didn't really want to spend 50% of my time on sit with Brit as much as I love this podcast and I love creating content around mental wellness and mindset. It was very draining for me to do that a lot especially dealing with my own mental wellness and things that were coming up for me. I felt like I had to create content either for things that I was actively going through and that was just not like I wasn't able to package up my words perfectly because I was still like actively dealing with things or I was in a really good spot mentally and I didn't really want to go back to the place of where I just was to talk about it. And so I kind of found myself wanting to like not put all of my energy into sit with Brit as much as I loved it. So I've realized I need to do it in a little bit of different of a way and I've figured out what that is and I'm really excited about where it's going. Um, but what it is, is very much not something that's monetized, at least right now. It's not something that I want to put a lot of pressure on and a lot of um, you know, stake in where I have all, its own Instagram account and it's its own big thing, it was a lot of pressure on me to show up and it was a lot of things that I needed to, or I felt like I needed to address, you know, there's all kinds of mental wellness things going on in the media right now and in the world. And it felt like I had to hop on every little thing. A lot of this was my own pressure and was limiting beliefs that I had to work through And so that's nothing against, you know, the platform or anything that I had built. It was more of like an internal thing. But I realized I didn't want Sit With Brit to be something that I was relying on as a business. And when I realized that, I also was kind of simultaneously realizing that I loved marketing. And I knew that, of course, I've been in marketing for the last eight years. My degrees in communications, I knew that. But coming from a place of when I was in an agency, I and freelancing, I was doing 50% marketing and 50% getting new clients all the time. So when you run a business, as you know, like part of your brain is dedicated to taxes and making sure domains are routed correctly and dealing with team members and project management and going out and getting the next client and the next client and contracts and all of these things. And then there's the, the actual work that you're doing. And what I realized when all of that was pretty much taken off the table and I was working with this one client exclusively, I realized I really wanted to do that more. I liked it. 
I enjoyed the day-to-day of working in marketing. Now, this client pretty much just needed me as a copywriter, which was awesome. It's what I was looking for. But as I was kind of having these realizations, I was kind of realizing that I needed to make a more of a career move, like a bigger scope of a, a position. And I wanted something stable and big. And so I started to put some feelers out. I started to see what was out there. I wasn't in a big rush at all. I wanted to you know, take my time and find the right fit. And so I put some feelers out and just kind of left it alone for a little while, which is a new thing for me. Um, so I put some feelers out and then this company reached out to me actually several times. Their messages were going to a spam inbox in my personal account. And so it wasn't, I wasn't seeing them, but they were persistent. And when they actually found a friend of my friend who reached out to me on Instagram, you know, and found me and, and when they did that, I realized like it was such a good fit already. I could just kind of sense from who they were and what they were saying. Um, and so, you know, we went through lots of rounds of interviews. It's a big position and it's, you know, with that comes a lot of trials and tests and meeting this person and that person. And so there was a lot involved and the multiple steps that I took, the more I was like, this feels very right. And so, um, yeah, that's something that just started to feel right. As it was feeling right, I also was having a ton of limiting beliefs pop up. One of them being that if I left entrepreneurship, if I stopped doing business and took this full-time job, it would look like I failed entrepreneurship or it looked like I or it would look like I quit my business or like I had all of these things pop up like I was going to look like a failure or I was going to look like I quit something or, you know, didn't make it. And so I had to take this thing. And I realized like I had to just be at peace with somebody thinking that and also know deep in my soul that it wasn't the case. I really did a lot of like work around my ego and understanding where this entrepreneurship thing came from. My ego was so attached, so attached to having an entrepreneur label it loved having the entrepreneur label. It was like, I'm an entrepreneur. I made it on my own. I'm doing my own thing. But what I realized was my day-to-day, like what was lighting me up, and I'm a generator, so it's really important that things on a day-to-day basis light me up. I was really enjoying marketing. I was not enjoying talking about business taxes. I was not enjoying worrying about my email list conversion rate for this thing and that thing. And is this tech thing plugged into that thing. And I know as a business owner, you can hire someone to bring in and do all of those things. But I also know as a business owner, it's your responsibility ultimately. And to go out, even to go out and find the person and plug the person in is manage them and create the systems that they operate within. That didn't feel exciting to me anymore. It just didn't. And it was a realization that I had to come to terms with because I spent a lot of my life building up the agency and building up my business and I had to be it was scary at first to be like I'm gonna just turn around and go and do a w2 thing again and do an employee thing again but I realized I'm not the same person that I was when I was doing that I'm not the same person and I did the thing a lot of times we as a society like frown upon things ending and frown upon things coming to a close relationships, businesses, 
um, franchises, like anything, you know, we, we're sad when it's the last of something or we are like, oh, they could have tried more that, you know, whatever. But sometimes endings are good. Sometimes endings are what needs to happen. And I very much felt that way about my business. I felt that way about every, like the way that I have been doing things. Obviously I'm still doing sit with Brit. Um, it's just going to be maybe a little bit in a slightly different capacity. And most of the shift is really internal. Like you might not even notice anything on the outside, but I had to kind of go internally and feel like, okay, what am I going to share? What I'm not going to share that kind of thing. So a lot of it is happening internally, but you know, with this shift going from working with a client as an independent contractor and doing things, you know, from a business perspective versus coming in and doing, um, being an employee for a long term, I plan on being with this company for a long time. And that's why I was so selective about them. Um, the other thing I have realized is I'm very, I have an entrepreneurial streak. Like I have an entrepreneurial side to me and I don't see that going away in this company. I actually see that being fostered in this company. And so I want to encourage you if, if you are somebody who enjoys taking ownership and being in charge of a department and being in charge of something but you maybe don't necessarily want to like do the thing 100% on your own all the time, this is a really viable option. I am being brought in to run an apartment and I bring a lot of ownership into that. Like I run this department like it's my own and I plan on, you know, taking all of the, the ownership of the department. I plan on bringing all of my ideas and my creativity to the department um, treating the department almost like my client in a way, or, or the, the owner of the company, almost like a client where I'm always looking for different ways to improve or looking for education that I can go out and get. Like if we want to work on Facebook ads or something specific, masterminding with people, talking about the conversion rates and how we can increase them, what's working for somebody else. All of those things that we love talking about as business owners, you can do that within another company. And I think it's not something that's talked about a lot because often it's seen as like you're either an entrepreneur or you're not. You either have that bone and if you have that bone, then you can never be an employee. It's painful to be an employee. You hate being an employee. You know, there's kind of like this line in the sand. You've got to be this or you've got to be that. And I don't think that that has to be the case. We don't have to keep putting ourselves in these boxes. I think that there are opportunities out there. I know there are opportunities out there where you can bring your entrepreneurial spirit and you can bring your ownership and your control and your creativity and all of this that you have that's part of being an entrepreneur or a creator and you can apply it to a company and not have a hundred percent of the sales on your back or a hundred percent of the taxes and all the stuff that you know as a business owner you you can do a hybrid and I think that's something that I had to realize for myself and had to kind of understand like what this means for me going forward what I see for like as my self-image and my labels and all of that like I had to do a lot of work on this and so I would encourage you if you are in a spot of like transition or you know maybe you're feeling like you're stuck in your business or you're stuck in your um, career or your trajectory or anything like that I would encourage you to sit down and be like what am I holding on to that is not serving me anymore? What identities am I holding on to? What um, like ideas, like the idea of being an entrepreneur was what was holding me. And I was like, that's, 
the idea of being an entrepreneur is anything I want it to be, you know, but I had taken the definition of an entrepreneur and put it, you know, so closely to my heart. Like this is, I have to be this and it has to be that. So that is, that's kind of the process that I went through. And it was, I just had to, I had to open myself up to my goals being achieved in a way that I didn't realize they could be achieved or in a way that seemed um, different than how I pictured it in my mind. I, if you know if you're a specific manifester or non-specific in human design, I'm non-specific. So when I manifest and when I am thinking about my future, I think very broad strokes. I think about the vibe. I think about the um, kind of situation in a way. Like I know I want, you know, some big words for me next year are like connection and creativity and stability and like I, I kind of manifest in a way of it's not super tangible. Speci- specific people, specific manifestors are like, I want a high-rise apartment that faces the West so that when I paint, it's this. Like, they're very specific when they manifest. So, you know, get your chart and decide, like, see which one you are. But for me, I had to open myself up to the possibility that feeling stable might mean working in a company. It might mean releasing this client that I thought was me feeling stable. It might mean, you know, all these different things. Like I had to just let go of those things. And I also had to trust what was obvious, like what was obviously coming to me. Like I said, this this uh, company reached out to me several times and I didn't respond because it was going to my spam. And then they found somebody to reach out to me again. So it was like very... It felt when I saw it, it felt very like kismic and it felt very like this is this is an opportunity that the universe wants me to see. So if you're getting that, even if it feels like it looks different from how you thought it was going to look or it looks like a way that you thought, oh, no, I already closed that door or that I already know that doesn't resonate with me. Like leave it open for a second, because sometimes our first impressions aren't always accurate or our first instinct is being tainted by a limiting belief. And so if you like are like, I'm never going to be an employee ever, ever again, and you get an opportunity to be an employee and it has everything you want, but you're an employee of the company and you just have this belief in your head that like employees never, you know, never make enough money or never, you know, whatever it is, don't have control over their time. You can like throw away a whole opportunity because you're filtering things for this limiting belief. So pull apart what your beliefs are around specifically your identities and then leave yourself open to opportunities. Like say yes to things that you maybe wouldn't say yes to. Like the very old saying, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Like if we, if you're feeling stuck or if you're feeling like you're stagnant or in a transitional period and you've been in this transitional period for a long time and you keep saying no to all the same things, like maybe say yes, maybe do something different than what you've been doing, even if it freaks your ego out, or even if it seems like, oh, you already closed this door, can be really helpful for you. So that is my update for you. That's what I have. Um, The company is called Joy of Marketing. It's a business education and development company for portrait photographers. It's a super amazing company. They've been around for 20 plus years. Sarah Petty is the founder Um, and so you can check them out at joyofmarketing.com. You can find all their info in my Instagram. So if you go to Brittany Bailey 
or BrittanyBailey.com. That's a roundup of everything I'm working on. So it's Sit With Brit, it's Story of Marketing, it's any acting stuff I have going on because I'm still doing that here and there. Um, so it's just a hub of everything I've got going on. And if it's cool for you and if it if you feel like it's inspirational or if you feel like you're getting something out of it, I would love to have you there. Um, if not, no worries. I'm super happy to have you here and I wish you the best. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this and I will talk to you next week.